0: Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am here to help you monetize your passion, build an online business by teaching what you know. All right, welcome to episode 52 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into the content of this episode, I want to play for you a very uh, small audio uh, clip from a fantastic audiobook that has literally changed my life. I just want to play you a little short piece of this uh, audiobook, and uh, and then I'm going to dive in into the content of this episode and uh, dissect a little bit more of how the law of attraction has uh, transformed not only my life but as well my business. and and beyond so let's listen to this a small audio clip which is going to be like a small introduction into this uh, episode so uh,
1: here we go chapter 13 getting into the right business success in any particular business depends for one thing upon your possessing in a well-developed state the faculties required in that business without good musical faculty no one can succeed as a teacher of music Without well-developed mechanical faculties, no one can achieve great success in any of the mechanical trades. Without tact and the commercial faculties, no one can succeed in the mercantile pursuits. But to possess in a well-developed state the faculties required in your particular vocation does not ensure getting rich. There are musicians who have remarkable talent and who yet remain poor. There are blacksmiths, carpenters, and so on who have excellent mechanical ability, but who do not get rich. And there are merchants with good faculties for dealing with men who nevertheless fail. You can do what you want to do. And it is your right and privilege to follow the business or avocation which will be most congenial and pleasant. You are not obliged to do what you do not like to do. And should not do it except as a means to bring you to the doing of the thing you want to do.
0: I was just playing you a little bit of an audio book. Uh, which is called The Science of Getting Rich. And this book completely changed my life. This audiobook Literally changed my life, so you can find uh the audio version or buy the book. This is one of the recommended readings that I give to my clients and I have shared this anyways uh for the longest time uh even on youtube actually and the reason why I'm doing this episode is because I've been meaning to talk about this and i and I try to be more vocal lately about the things that I believe. Uh, for example, the latest episode, episode 51, uh, is all about uh, the importance of fitness and well-being in online business or in business in general. And and I want to be more vocal about certain things. I want to talk about things that are important to me and uh, things that I can share here with you in the podcast so you can uh, get inspiration and, and see what has worked for me. And these things that I'm sharing here in the podcast go beyond just setting up a business, like, you know, just create an online course and sell it or build an audience or, hey, this is email marketing or this is what a landing page is and, and whatnot. I, I want to go deeper because these are the things that have helped me get to where I am at today. There's a practical side to business, like all of the things that I have just mentioned. And there is a different thing that goes behind uh, somebody's mind in order to create an online business and these are what they call quote-unquote the secret right <laughs> of success and building an online business and i want to share with you how i came across uh this uh, fantastic uh, audiobook that i was just playing for you okay and obviously i'm doing this podcast episodes outdoors as usual it's a beautiful morning From NAFTA Greece, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Daniel and I'm a creative entrepreneur. I am a creative entrepreneur and I record this podcast episodes outdoors. Uh, Today is a very uh, special day because I'm doing this very early. It's 830 in the morning. The sun has just um, come up. Well, quite a while ago, but uh, here where I'm at, I'm uh, by Carazona Beach, and uh, it's a wonderful, beautiful bay, and I'm surrounded by mountains, and, and the sun just came out, and uh, it's October, as I'm recording this, and today I had a, the choice to record my podcast episode um, from home, I usually record these podcast episodes outdoors because I get into a certain flow. I like to come out. I like to see this beautiful beach. I like to be by the in nature, be surrounded by by nature. And and I had I had a cho the choice to to just stay home because the kids are at school. Uh, my wife is is doing some yoga lessons on a day like today. And I said like, well, the house is empty. This is. Usually a good opportunity to do something uh, like this. But I decided to go outside and talk to you about the law of attraction and how that has worked for me in my life. And and, and how I still practice this, this, this concept, I guess, that a lot of people seem to be really skeptical about it. And it's almost... It's almost like a cult kind of thing, I guess. As I I say I'm recording this, is already this is not something that is trendy anymore. I think that this thing, like all things, has uh passed. Uh when it came out, I I, I didn't ride a wave when when the book The Secret came out. And if you're new to this podcast episode uh, and to this concepts of the secret, uh, I invite you to Google that. Just Google the secret, the book, or the secret, the movie. And when it came out, uh, I was still living in England many years ago. I, I don't remember hearing about it. I was definitely not in tune with with anything that had to do with the law of attraction. And what this is is just pretty much just um, um, a book that was written by someone who brought to the masses really this concept of of the law of attraction okay and there was a it was a movie i don't know if the movie was done after the book i think it was like that usually it's like that right they they first publish a book and then they do a movie well the movie's uh, pretty much like a documentary about this okay and i want to i want to share with you how i came across this and and how i attracted certain things in my life and in order to be where i am at today okay and I want to share with you how I attracted good things and, and bad things as well okay so you can see how this works and, and I know that if you're listening to this you might feel a little bit skeptical I don't blame you uh, if you have heard before of the law of attraction and uh, you have thought about that this is just a complete nonsense and rubbish I completely understand where you're coming from and um, especially after all the hype and everything that it that goes online you know there's usually a lot of division. When it comes down to certain concepts and ideas. So I completely understand that. And then the reason why I'm doing this is because, again, I'm trying to be more more vocal about certain things. And, and put my, my thoughts and, and beliefs and, and things that have worked for me. And that are really, really important uh, in my life. And it's what has helped me uh, be where I am today. Literally, the, the, the fact that I'm here recording a podcast episode on a Wednesday morning. Okay, on this day, while everybody else is going to work and I'm here by the sea, okay, surrounded by mountains, and the sun is hitting on me, that it just came out from behind the mountains, I attracted this into my life. Okay, it didn't happen overnight, but this is literally something that I attracted because this is what I want for my life. This might seem a little bit mystical to you. This might seem a little bit of a whoo whoo who, whoo whoo, but uh, we have so many thoughts and so many ideas of what we want, and we have intentions as well of what we want to do. We just lack the faith. We lack the belief in ourselves, and we lack the belief in in things to really happen for us. Right, so you're gonna say like, okay, yeah, Daniel, but what does that has to do with the law of attraction, and and what does this mean to me, right? And well done for you that you're over there in Greece recording a podcast episode outdoors, and, and you're in a beautiful location. And and well done to you, you know, like while everybody else is going to work, uh, and, and and you you just live this life, right? You just live this life of, of just. You know, being a content creator, an educator, and and just just be me, right? Well, when I first came across this concept of the law of attraction, I was just being literally... <laughs> we just moved from, from the UK to Greece, in the midst of the Greek crisis. And I'm flat broke. I'm a stay-at-home dad. And I'm trying to make money somehow, okay? After I failed business... Um, Pretty dark years As soon as we arrived from the UK here to Greece uh, A lot of things happened We lost a lot of money And I have told this story many, many times before Here on the podcast And and I found myself as a stay-at-home dad With my first daughter, Fedra Uh, She was uh, two, three years old at that time, actually She just turned three, alright And at that time, I have already tried a few things from home, by the way, because I, I was taking care of her. And uh, she started to go to um, kindergarten or to nursery, I should say. She was really small or pre-kindergarten, depending on where you live. And and, and, and but, but I found myself at home, you know, with, with all this time in my hand, all of a sudden. From being a full-time dad, all of a sudden my youngest daughter was going to pre-kinder, uh, to the nursery. And... And, and it, it was a fantastic thing, because uh, as soon as she turns three, uh, you know, uh, this, this, this was some part of her, of her development uh, in terms of, like, okay, go and hang out with other kids. You know, they just start to learn certain things. They slowly um, start to... To get To get into that world, right to go go out of the house slowly from Monday to Friday and and they you know they do what they do, so as soon as that happened, I found myself in the house by myself. My wife was working, she had her nine to five she was the main breadwinner of the house, and I didn't have that excuse anymore that I was just taking care of my daughter at, at this point. now I found myself from Monday to Friday uh, really looking for ways of like okay, I'm on the spotlight now. And and I need to do something. I can't just be at home from Monday to Friday, from eight o'clock in the morning, all the way up until three thirty. That's the time that my my daughter will come back from from kindergarten. I can't just be at home. What what am I supposed to do, right? I I, I need to do something. I can't find a job here in Greece when it comes down to to employment. Eh, and I know I might be using this as an excuse right now. There, there is work, but at the time I wasn't really uh, looking for work in that sense. Uh, my Greek was really good, good enough to just get a job somewhere. But the problem was the schedule. Like I needed to be available for my daughter, both to just de- you know deliver her and, and to be at home waiting for her to come back. You know she will she will have a school bus uh, and everything, but I'll I'll have to be at home to to receive her. Okay and take care of her until my wife will come back home, you know, uh, 6, 7 o'clock, you know, the classic 9 to 5 lifestyle. So I found myself in a funny situation, and and I was really uh, going into a dark uh, season in my life because uh, I still remember, like it was yesterday, that first day at school, going with my wife and, and with my daughter, taking her that very first day, right? And, uh, you know, she was really excited. Obviously, she's three. She's very young. She doesn't know exactly what's going on. But, you know, we took her to this uh, school, uh, this kindergarten, and we dropped her there. And it was uh, such an emotional moment for me and for my, my wife as well. You know, my wife went to work that day. And, and I went back home. And, I, and, and it really hit me because I went back home. Uh, you know, I'm, I was so used to just being with her every single day. I went back to an empty home. I know this might sound a little bit dramatic, but it really hit me all of a sudden of my situation of where I was at that time. Right. A grown up man. (laughs) First time in my life, uh, I have no employment, no income. um, And I'm just in an empty house now while my daughter has something going on right? she's going to kindergarten. My wife has her nine to five. And here I am. I have nothing. So it really hit me, and and I had to, to really dig deeper into what I wanted to do with my life because I knew that the income was a big, big, big part of it, okay? It was a big, big part of it. It was a big problem for me. So at that time, I was doing a lot of soul searching. I was going through a midlife crisis, like big time, because of all of this. And I, and I wanted to provide for my family. I wanted to do something different. I needed to just level up. I needed to do something. And I just didn't know how. And I knew that my mindset was was playing a big role in all of this. And I've been very lucky and fortunate throughout my life. But I found myself in this situation that I have created somehow. Okay? I just didn't know why I found myself in this situation. and And I don't know how to get out of here, out of this situation, out of this funk, out of this, you know... So at the time, I was a, a smoker, I was uh, smoking weed, and, and I knew that the vices needed to go, okay? I knew that the vices needed to go. Uh, I knew that I needed to step out of my my comfort zone even more, right? It wasn't just enough to just be a stay-at-home dad uh, because that happened after a failed business that we, we wanted to to do here in Greece, right? and uh the equation the pieces when they when everything fell apart the the logical situation was for me to stay at home with my daughter and my wife that she's Greek go into the workforce, and you know she found employment immediately obviously uh, uh, a job in a, as an editor, and we were very grateful for that, but I found myself digging deeper and I was Obviously, getting rid of vices, I, I, that's, that's when I started to, to walk. And, and I will do bike rides, actually, you know, where I was living at the time in Elefcina, where, where my wife is from. That's where we arrived and we lived in Elefcina uh, from when we moved from the UK. So I started in the mornings as soon as my daughter will go to school. Uh, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, I will go around in my bike and I will listen to, um, to motivational uh, stuff, right? That I will find online and I will just, you know, try to get my mind where I needed to be. At the time as well, I started to, to do something with music. I will grab my guitar and I will go busking. I know this might sound a little bit weird, but I will go down to Athens. Elefcina is a, a small city. Uh, very close to athens it's like 20 minutes away on a on a bus so i will get there was this was for a short period of time i will get on the bus and i will go to to busk very quick very close to the acropolis where the tourists are and it was a beautiful beautiful place and the only reasons why i will do that it wasn't so much because of the money because you can't really make that much money busking. And keep in mind that here in Athens, or here in Greece, I should say, uh, busking is is not the same. It's perceived very, very differently than it will be perceived in London, right? When I was living in London, uh, you can be busking and you can actually uh, earn some money, and you could do that uh, quite a lot, actually. Okay, but here in Greece, when you say that you're busking, it's almost like you're begging in the streets for money. Uh, I even got phone calls from from friends and family when they realized that I was busking, <laughs> they thought that I was, they knew that things were bad, but now they actually thought that I was reaching rock bottom because here I am uh, playing my, my acoustic guitar in the streets uh, just for some pocket change, right? So this was something that it was, I was doing that activity mainly because I wanted to get into a different frequency. And the location of the place, meaning that I was playing the guitar while I can have the Acropolis next to me. It was just such a beautiful uh, experience to me. It was uh, almost like a spiritual experience to me uh, to be in this location that is so beautiful, so historical. And I'm just here playing music, right? And I just wanted to get in a different frequency. So I did that for some time. And that really helped me. It really helped my mood uh, i don 't think I was going through depression i wouldn 't call it like that, but I was in a dark place, and I know that I had the power to get out and, and For me, busking uh, down the acropolis in such a historical place uh, every morning early in the mornings i will I will get up i mean I, I will go early you know I did this for for some for a period of time while, while people are going to their nine to five. I'm, I'm grabbing my guitar and I'm going to busk, right? I, I, I've I treated things like that always. Any, anything that I do, any project, I treat it as a, as a job, right? Like with that same uh, commitment and, and being very serious, like the same way that I'm doing the, here with this podcast. While everybody's going for their nine to five and they're going all to school and to work and stuff, I, I just get in the car, grab my mic, and, and, I, and I come here and I, I'm doing my podcast, right? This This is my job. And I, I treated like that. So that really helped me back then. And obviously, I didn't make any money. But at least I was feeling better about myself. I was, I was meditating. I was actually going inwards. I was trying to look for answers and for a Okay, From that experience and being in that situation, it made me feel better. Uh, at the same time, I was teaching uh, on the side. I was teaching guitar. I only had like one student. Yeah. And I was teaching the guitar, and again, it was not a lot of money, but at least I was teaching the guitar right uh, in person and and I had my my gear, my studio I had a big room in the place where we were living dedicated for for that, so I can just you know close the door I will do this uh, pretty much in the weekends and you know meaning what I mean by closing the door is that it, I had a dedicated room. To have my studio, my guitars, and all of this, so it made it like kind of like official, like to get a student, and you know this person will come to my to my house, and you know my 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 wife could be, for example, on the weekend, she could be you know cooking lunch or whatever and be with my daughter, and it was a big flat by the way, and I could be teaching the guitar and it would be very official, so that made me feel good as well, and I, and I was in a better place by doing that, even if it's just one student, that didn't matter to me. And as well, I was producing music. I had a singer songwriter from Spain and she was working in the refineries in Elefcina. Um, Elefcina is a, pretty much like an industrial um, city, really. There's a lot of refineries and there's a lot of people from abroad that they, they come and they work for different companies, you know? And and I met this person, okay? she She's working in the refineries. But she has this passion for music and she plays the guitar and she wanted to record some demos. I mean, what are the chances of somebody in Elefcina uh, that works in a refinery that's from Spain, she speaks no Greek, no English or anything. Well, she, her English was uh, okay, you know, because she was working in a refinery. Uh, but she somehow we, we we connected, we met each other in a, in a coffee shop and, and somehow... So, so actually, we met in a coffee shop because of somebody that knew me, and said so like, "Well, Daniel is a musician, a guitarist himself, and he he's into making music," and that's how we met. And we met, and obviously, you know, because of the Spanish, I grew up in Venezuela and all of this, and we had a connection there. And next thing you know, she wants to record some songs, and she she plays some some songs, and she plays the guitar. She has her guitar. So we connected, and I'm like, "What are the chances?" So I start charging this woman. Her name was Mercedes, and she will come to the house, and this became uh, a thing. She will come to the house whenever she had free time. Again, obviously, and I had, that room it really helped for that because, uh, you know, it will be a place where I can just like, "Hey, okay, I got the microphones, I got the, the everything, I had even, you know, I got the gear to, to actually do this type of work." And I will record her songs. It will just be the guitar and and her, and she will be singing it. And I will charge for this. Not a lot, obviously. There was not much music production going on. But I was happy. I was doing this. And I was like, well, obviously I can't pay the bills with this. But it's, it's, at least it's something. Right? So I, I was doing that. So I, I can see slowly something happening. Even though it was not enough. I wasn't really beating myself down. But this is what, where my mind was back then. And... Because of this, I, threw another friend, actually, he introduced, this friend, is, he's a DJ, he's not a musician, but he's just, uh, you know, he's into electronic music and stuff. And, and we were working on stuff. I was just collaborating with him here and there. Uh, money-wise, it wasn't going to be something that it was going to make any money or, any, or it wasn't going to be like a business or anything. But he introduced me, and this person is a friend of my wife, by the way. This person introduced me to another person, one of his friends. And this time, this girl, she's another singer-songwriter. She plays the piano. And she wants to record her songs. What are the chances, man, of me living in Elefcina, which is a small industrial town close to Athens. Here I am as a foreigner, flat broke, stay-at-home dad, and I am doing some music production for... For two people now, okay? Now, this is not money that I can use to pay anything. It's just very little, and it's very sporadically. But here I am, putting into good use, my my things, the things that I know. I know about music, and I know about music production. I have the gear. I have a whole dedicated room, spare room, for my studio. So it made it so easy for me to just, like, yeah, of course, come down to the house. You know, we meet. We'll We'll do, like, a... A session to see if we can work together. And this became a thing for a few months. I was over the moon, man. Even though I'm not making enough money, but I was over the moon. I was in a better place. Now, this person that was a singer songwriter, her name was uh, Elena. And Elena is a very talented person. Very, very talented person. And I found, and, and I attracted this person somehow. Uh, and I was introduced to her because of my wife's friend, like I said, the DJ, electronic guy. It's just a sequence of events that you cannot explain. So one day I'm with Alina in in my, my home studio, and we're recording yet another song. And I'm talking to her about what I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm doing all of these things, you know, uh, while being a stay-at-home dad. And, I, and I'm in this place. I feel good. And I was mentioning to her, like, okay, you know, I go to at this point I'm still busking in Athens. I'm doing it just for the spiritual journey, and and I feel a little bit hesitant to 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 share m- much about it because I know that people perceive this like, okay, you're going to the streets of Athens in the Acropolis where all the tourists are, next to other people that are well, they are bu- busking as well, but you're it's almost like you're begging for money, right? So they couldn't comprehend how can somebody like me. That it's not in that situation I, I don't live in a squat I don't live in the streets You know, th- it's a perception thing How are you dedicating time to do this, you know So I remember telling Elena about this Like, you know what, uh, the busking thing it, it really helps me with my mood It, it gives, me, gives my life a little bit of purpose It's almost like this uh, ritual That I get up in the morning I, I get on the bus I go with my guitar uh, I'm terrified of playing in the street, you know uh, but I have the Acropolis behind me. I have a few pictures of this, actually. Uh, I met somebody that plays the sax. It was, uh, you know, he he was busking as well, an older guy. Uh, I met another guitar player. I mean, certain things started to happen and I'm telling her this, of how this is, is really making me feel really good. Some things are starting to happen for me. And Elina mentioned to me something that I will never forget. While we're recording one of her songs. And I'm I'm expressing this with her. I'm I'm sharing this with her. She's like, well, Daniel, that's because you're in tune. And you're vibrating at a a better frequency now. And you're attracting all of these things. And that's when she mentioned the secret. And she mentioned the law of attraction. And I'm like, I kind of, I think I've heard of the book. I, I I don't know. And she said, like, you should look it out. You know, the book, the secret. And I didn't pay attention to it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. I think I've heard of it But I don't know exactly what you're talking about But, you know, yeah, yeah I guess, you know And Elena's a sweet girl Sweet woman, I should say Actually, she's not a girl She's a woman And, and yeah, she's an artist And she's very, you know To, to me, it made sense Whatever she was saying And coming from her I dismissed it very quickly Because I'm like, yeah, well, you know Love attraction What well, That sounds a little bit I don't know I kind of, I think, I know what you're talking about. And then when she mentioned the secret, uh, it, it rang a bell, but it didn't. At the same time, I'm like, I don't know exactly. She's like, well, you know, it's a book. It came out a few years ago. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I, I dismissed it. Uh, a few weeks later, um, I'm having a bad time. I, I, I really struggle, okay? I had some good things, some good days and some bad days. But the bad days were really, really bad. Okay. And because I didn't have something consistent uh, to, or something to hold on to, I really struggled with, with, with my frequency, okay, with the way I, I was feeling, with my mindset. And one day, randomly, right, this is a weekday, and, and I'm just, you know, trying to look for, for some documentaries to watch just to get out of my, my head a little bit, right? And, and guess what I came across? I came across this documentary called The Secret, and at the time I didn't think about anything. I was like, what is this thing, right? What is this? And, and then it hit me. This is what Elena was been telling me about. Is, is this the, the documentary that she's talking about? And then I, I, I double-checked, and I yeah, said, well, it's called The Secret, but I thought it was a book. And I got intrigued, right? I'm like, okay, was it a book? Was it a, is it the same people? Is it the same person that, is made, that made a book and now it's a documentary? What is this thing? So right there and then, I saw the documentary, right? I had the time. <laughs> you know, it's a weekday. My daughter is in kindergarten. My wife is at work. They don't know what I'm doing, you know? I, You know, it's just like, okay, I'm just going to watch this documentary. And the people inside the documentary, which are uh, people that are... In yes, the self-help or self-improvement movement, uh, but as well business, they're talking about this concept of the law of attraction. And I said like, okay, so you're telling me that I'm attracting certain things. What's the law of attraction? And that's how it all began for me. From that point on, I decided to investigate and say like, okay, this woman who made The Secret and wrote the book and made this movie... She's saying that she based this documentary and this book based on a book. And the book is The Science of Getting Rich. And I'm like, okay, so what is this book and who wrote The Science of Getting Rich? I'm flat broke. I want to be rich. I want to have money. How do I do that? Right? So The Science of Getting Rich is a book that the movie The Secret and the book The Secret is based on. So, that started a a rabbit hole of going into information of things, of where is this coming from, right? So, I started to learn more about different characters that were in the movie, The Secret. For example, Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor is, is a very, well, he actually died quite recently. He's talking about the law of attraction. He started to talk about Napoleon Hill. Right? Think and grow rich. And he start, and I started to discover all this other world of of business and all of these books that are talking about how to get rich, right? I mean, when, when you read a book, when you when you see a book that the cover says think and grow rich, you know, what's what's your first thought, right? And when you see the cover of another book that says The Science of Getting Rich. And I'm like, okay, but I want to build a business, right? I want to work for myself. I need money. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to be rich at that point. I just want to pay the bills, okay? Uh, So I'm desperate for anything at this point. And when I read those books, I say like, okay, and who's this other guy? Les Brown, right? And what he's saying resonates with me. Who is this other person? And all these characters. And I started to do a background check on all of them. And all of them are talking about the same concept, the law of attraction. And actually, they're talking about that the law of attraction is a secondary law. So they're talking about laws of the universe now. And I'm like, hold on a second. This is getting a little bit mystical and spiritual at the same time. So the, the primarily law is the law of vibration. And I'm like, whoa, okay, vibration, I understand. I am a musician. I play the guitar. So I do understand when a string is vibrating, I understand frequency because the notes are frequencies. Their pitch is a frequency. I've studied this in school, right? I studied sound engineering. So I know about sound, I know about frequency. I know that pitch and certain notes have a certain frequency. And you can say this note equals this frequency. When the guitar is not in tune with another guitar string, you can actually see the waveform. Right. You can actually see the pitch and you can hear it. The sound is traveling in the air. So as a musician, as a composer, as a sound engineer, you know, trained sound engineer, and I work in recording studios and I study this thing, I study the physics of sound. I understand this. So I understand frequency. I understand vibration. So what do you mean? How does this apply in the real world for me? Okay, so you're telling me that my thoughts and my intentions and my emotions have a frequency, right? So I went down that rabbit hole and I started to think about all of the things that have happened in my life and how lucky I have been because I didn't understand about certain things and yet I am attracting everything in my life. I have attracted my wife. I have attracted a life, um, you know, that I wanted, even the bad stuff. Okay, funny enough. But before all of this, you know, as as a person that has been searching for meaning, like we all, we all, we are all searching for meaning. We all are searching for something better. I have realized that I have been doing this without knowing. Okay, I just had a, a faith, a belief deep down inside of me that I wanted to go to the place of back to the place of my birth. Okay, I was born in London, England. Okay, but I grew up in Venezuela, and I have since, since I can't remember, I always knew that I wanted to go back to England. I wanted to go back to England. I, ha, I didn't know why, but I, I just wanted to go back to the place of my birth, and I did it in my early 20s. And I, and I created a life there. That's where I met my wife. That's where my first daughter, Fedra, was born. I created that. I didn't know about the law of attraction. I didn't know about the power of, of thought and intention, and vibration. I was just in tune somehow. So now I'm discovering all of these things in the darkest period of my life, right? Or so I thought that it was the darkest period of my life. This was actually a a blessing. This, This was a gift, you know? I have attracted this person that is mentioning a random book, okay? And I found this random documentary about this book online, right and that's what started me, my the beginnings of me studying about this because a lot of people when they hear about the secret in the book they just go and say like oh yeah it's just about uh, sit, sitting down and thinking positive thoughts and then you will attract money and things will happen for you and i understand i understand that people are cynical <laughs> right but for me that was just a gate gateway to other things about making money, about spiritual growth, about the power of thought, about the power of this knowledge that it has always been there. And that's why the person who created the secret that wrote the book and created the, the movie, the, the documentary, that's why she called it the secret. Because this is the only thing, okay, that <laughs> we, we all kind of like have access to it. We all know about it but we don't know about it. And I invite you to go and check it out for yourself and do your own homework, okay? But it's very beautifully put for the masses. So the way I see The Secret and the way I see the book, by the way, I didn't read the book. I just saw the documentary. That was enough for me. And then I, I went to study the book that she made the movie on or she wrote the book, which is The Science of Getting Rich. And The Science of Getting Rich, which is the audio section that I I showed you in the beginning of this podcast that book was written many many years ago okay I'm I'm talking about a lot of years ago I don't remember exactly what year but many years ago the same is with uh, think and grow rich napoleon hill this is a book that was written I think it was in the 30s okay 1930 or something like that i mean they're really old book and they're talking about these principles so this person is just grabbing certain knowledge and and principles and ideas Uh, And pretty much just universal laws, like the law of vibration, the law of attraction. And there's, uh, you know, so many other concepts that we have heard in in different uh, places, even religion, uh, you know, scripture, if you will. And, And without touching on religion, but this is the, well, actually, I have to touch on religion because this is the only thing that all religions agree on. Okay, and all it, it, I don't, I don't. Doesn't matter what religion you're, you're, you're practicing. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian, a, a Jew, Muslim. It doesn't matter where, what religion we're talking about. This is the only thing that all religions agree on, and it is that we become what we think about. Okay, the power of thought. All right. When I when I started to study this, right, and my again my gateway. And my entry point was The Secret, the movie. When I started to study this and learn more about it, it, it just consumed my, my whole life. And, and, I, and I thought about it. And on one hand, I'm getting frustrated because I'm reading a book that says the science of getting rich, yet it's not telling me how to get rich. It's just talking about vibration and the power of thought and the power of doing things in a certain way and that we have the power to think differently and how that power of thought and intention creates our reality and how we have to be in tune with certain things. And I'm like, where's the part where I can actually grab something and sell it and make money? It's not telling me how to open up bank account. It's not telling me how to create a digital product. It's not telling me how can I set up my PayPal account with my bank. It's just not selling. It's not telling me any of those things. It's talking about mindset. It's talking about vibration and it's talking about other laws and it's talking about asking for something and be ready to receive it. Like, what is this man? Okay. But that's why this person who created that book and the documentary calls it The Secret. Right? And it's talking about certain people, very big names throughout history, that have known about this, that they know about frequency, that they know about the power of thought, of how we have the power to have a thought in our minds and how our intention creates certain things. And then I, got, I started to find similarities with everything that I was uh, investigating about business and mindset. And then I came across something that Steve Jobs says, said once about that. Everything that we see in the world was once created or it was created by somebody else, right? That is not smarter than you. And if it was first an idea, somebody had an idea about something. And it was first, cre- it was created twice. It's first created in the mind as an idea. And then it's created in the material world. And I'm like, okay, I understand that concept. So there was a before and after of, of something. So in that same note, this applies to everything. And I know it gets a little bit mystical. It gets a little bit like, hoo, and you start to think about weird stuff? Maybe <laughs> the more you go down this journey. But as you do this, you slowly see how this makes completely sense to your life in other areas of your life that it might not have to do with business at all but you are attracting everything. You are attracting to your life this podcast episode or not. Some people might have read the title of this podcast episode and say, like, well, here, this guy has lost the plot. I've been following him now for a few years. He's been talking about something. We know that he's into mindset and inspiration and thing, and he's touching on this, this type of concepts, but now he has completely lost the plot. He's talking about the law of attraction. So I am attracting certain things, and I want to attract even more things, and I want you to see that everything that you are doing right now, even listening to this podcast, you have attracted it into your life, or not, okay? Because if you see the actual title and you say, this is bollocks, I don't want to listen to this guy talking about the love of attraction, here we go, I knew he was a weirdo over there in Greece, then that's exactly what you're going to attract, and that's exactly what you're going to believe, and that's exactly what you need At this very moment right? But I do believe that We are all made out of the same thing We are all connected We are all very, very similar You might think that you're special But you're not Even though you are an individual But we're all very similar We all have the same needs We all want to be happy And I want to explain to you now How the law of attraction works In a negative way Okay, so for the last few weeks it has been very challenging for me. I have had some some personal issues, family issues, and it has been a real test okay and I, and I think I've shared this with you in my latest podcast episodes and Obviously, once we have something that is negative going on in our lives we we can't stop thinking about it, and we start to to vibrate at that frequency, right? So because I have this issue that I, I, I'm trying to solve, and, and it's a negative thing, or so I think, right? But it is a negative thing because it's, it's, it's making me stress. It's, it's not something that I'm, I'm wanting in my life right now. I'm vibrating at that frequency, right? And everything around me, I'm starting to attract similar things. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that the the issues that I'm having at a personal level, I'm starting to attract those things without me even trying, okay? So I'll give you an example. I'm in a bookshop, and this is just unreal. My wife said to me, you're you're just, you're unreal. The power that you have is just unreal, and, and this is what you deserve. So we're in a bookshop, okay? And... And there's a book, okay, this is a massive, uh, it's so random, okay, you can say that it's random, I don't believe it's randomness, but I'm, I'm talking about this thing that is happening in my life on a personal level, the topic is it's very specific, <laughs> it's just so crazy, and of all the books, I selected one book, I, I didn't even select it, you know, my daughter selected the book. so it's not even me okay but because so as you can see the power of this uh in in a negative way and the book that she has selected is exactly one of the things that i have a um, that i'm going through and this is a book that is in english in a greek bookshop by the way where there's an english section of all the books that they're out there in english here in Greece, there's certainly a, a, a section in, in some bookshops that are in English. But of all the English books, obviously that the, the selection is not that big, but of all the books that this bookshop can have, right, in English, they're available to us. And it it's quite a big selection, big enough. And the ones that my daughter chose, right, and it, it's on the topic, or at least it's touching on the topic of the struggles and the things that that we're going through. At the moment that she's selecting that book, I don't notice this. I notice it after we have paid for the book and we're actually at home. And I see the topic of the book and I'm like, how did I miss this, right? And I told my wife, this is insane. And now everywhere I go, I'm I'm listening to this. If I tune into a podcast episode, and some, somebody's interviewing somebody and they're talking about this thing, right? About They're talking about something and then something happens and then they, they, they mention the problem that I'm going through, <laughs> the issue that I'm going through. I'm like, what are the chances that I'm listening to a podcast episode about something else that is about businesses, about growth, but then they're talking about the struggles of this person and this poor person is bringing that thing that I'm going through on a personal level with my family. This is insane. And obviously it makes sense now. It makes sense. You know, we, I'm watching something with my wife late at night, right? On Netflix, the the way we usually do. And guess what happens in the, it's a series. (laughs) You know, it's fiction. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. Guess what's happening in the actual series, which is part of the plot. It's exactly related to what we're going through, what, what I'm going through on a personal level with my family. That's the power of the law of attraction in a negative way. I want to get rid of this thing, but because I'm so in tune with it in a negative way, meaning that I'm vibrating at a negative way with it. There's some work that I need to do in order to get away from it. I can't stop thinking about it. I don't know how to fix it. And I'm attracting it by just doing that thing, right? Because I'm so in tune with it, like a guitar string in tune with another guitar string, right? It's so in tune, it's vibrating at the same frequency that I am attracting this without me even knowing that I'm attracting it. That's the power of the law of attraction, okay? And I'm experiencing this as we speak. So it's a real wake up call Again, to see like, yes, this stuff works in a good way, but it works as well in a negative way. And that's just an example of how this is manifesting in my life randomly, okay? To the point that I'm talking to you about it here in this podcast episode, right? Because what are the chances of certain things to happen? You can call it randomness in the world. Like this is a random event that just happened. It's just a coincidence. You can believe in that. I believe in that too, but at the same time, I know that I'm attracting certain things. Even negative things without me even knowing. Because it's a problem that I'm experiencing right now as we speak. Uh, going with, uh, with my wife and my, my two daughters and family. It affects the whole family unit. I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to look for a solution. Okay. I want to run away from it. I want to get rid of it. And I can't. Right. Or, or so I think. Right? This is an exercise for me to grow. There, there is something there. There's a lesson to be learned. I'm just refusing to see it. And this is how it manifests in a negative way. Now, let me bring your attention to something else although, so you can see the bigger picture here. Okay, Without getting too, too much of a conspiracy theorist here, uh, let's talk about the media and the news. Right? <laughs> Why do you think that the media and the news are the way they are? They promote fear. They promote catastrophe. They promote the end. They promote death. They're just sharing the worst of the worst that is happening in the world. You will never see a good news about anything. All right? The reason why they do that is because they have to understand that f- fear sells. They understand that if people are afraid, they're going to affect their behaviors in a certain way. And unfortunately, the masses buy into it. Okay? We all have the power to say no. We don't need to watch the news you don't need to watch the news in the mornings you don't need to watch the update uh at midday and you certainly don't need to watch the news late at night or when you're having dinner seven o'clock or nine o'clock whenever i mean if you look carefully this is pretty much a campaign for your attention and for your thoughts so you are vibrating at a certain frequency when this is happening in a global scale, or when this is happening um, at the level that they are trying to do it. And again, I'm not talking about here being a conspiracist or anything. I'm just talking about that you will understand certain things of why people behave and why the masses behave in a certain way. And if you want to have an exceptional life, if you want to be doing something different than what others are doing, you need to start thinking in a different way. That's all I'm saying. You need to start thinking differently and start doing things differently vibrate at a different frequency okay and attract different things into your life all right so the news this is a perfect example of repetition right you watch them multi- all i mean if you skip one day without watching the news you're not going to miss much i haven't watched the news for years now all right for years when the pandemic hit in 2020, me and my wife, we got so stressed out. I said, we cannot watch this anymore, right? We're already doing okay. We're doing great. But this this thing, waking up in the morning to see how many deaths from COVID or what's the latest updates of what the things that we can do or not do, plus the other things, right? I, I can't deal with it. We need to just bypass things, okay? So I have made a commitment to go on a low Information diet, like Tim Ferriss says. But actually, I have gone completely cold turkey. I don't watch the news full stop. I don't read newspapers. I don't care what the news are saying. I literally don't care. Nothing's going to happen. The world still goes around. Some things I will find out somehow, but the world still going to go around. If there's some catastrophe, you will find out very quickly, but you don't need to be in tune with that every single day. Certainly not every single day. Right? If you get up in the mornings and you read the newspapers to be informed, <laughs> well done to you, all right? If you watch the news and you keep up with the latest updates of political events and stuff like that, well done to you, all right? That's not something that I do. It's certainly not something that has helped me be more successful. I have never watched the news or read a newspaper, right, in the mornings and felt good about it. I have never, ever felt good about this activity of watching the news or or reading a newspaper and then say, like, I really feel so pumped and positive that I'm going to go and attack the day right now. Okay. So that's just a, a thought for you right there. It doesn't make me feel any better. It doesn't make me feel or think better about my life or the world in general. All right. So that's why I'm a big believer of, of mindset. That's why I'm a big believer in the power of thought. That's why I'm a big believer in the power of intention, of vibration, right? My vibration lately has been because of my family uh, difficulties, which is, is being resolved. And I realize that it's not something that's going to be uh, resolved overnight, but it's something that I need to, to be in tune in a different way right? It's going to require some homework. And that's the reason why I'm doing this episode, because I know that for you, if you're new to this concept, it seems almost impossible that you're going to start thinking differently. You need to start thinking differently if you want to be successful. Your thoughts and your actions that have brought you to this point right now in time need to be different and change if you want to be somewhere else. You see where this is going? So you need to start thinking in a certain way in order to create certain results. You cannot be thinking the same way that you were thinking yesterday or a year ago. Because if you keep living like this, you're going to create the same results, right? So I want to mention here very quickly before I let you go, a few resources for you to investigate more on this, okay? And, And the things that have helped me on how to become successful with my online business and, and listen this is what I believe in this is what has helped me this is what has worked not only for me for for my clients and and I'm listening as well to to other coaches these are people that are coaches to me all right so in no particular order but very important uh, recommended reading for this topic of the law of attraction and you will understand very quickly that once you start going down this rabbit hole that is not just the law of attraction, it's much bigger than that, okay? And then you, it will make you wonder why they don't teach this to kids and why they don't teach this in school to us, okay? But in no particular order, I highly recommend that you start your journey by reading The Science of Getting Rich Second book will be in a particular order, by the way, Think and Grow Rich. You can Google these two books, audiobook or just get the book. you know. You can Google as well my mentor. I mean he he changed my life as well. Jim Ron, okay? Jim Ron. These people are dead now, obviously. Bob Proctor, any book of Bob Proctor, any videos or any audio programs from Bob Proctor, it would just change your life completely, okay? Brian Tracy, again, very old guy. He he can die any moment now. I mean, the books that these people have written, Brian Tracy, the book Brian Tracy that I bought back then when I was researching about this, and that book... (laughs) Uh, which is called Maximum Achievement. I said, like, that's a book that I, I, I need to read about success in business. It changed my life, okay? I was disappointed on one hand because it's not telling me how to build a business, but it's talking about all the psychology and different laws, okay? So you need to get this book right now, man. Brian Tracy, okay? You need to go and get this book. It's talking about uh, a section of that book Maximum achievement. He's talking about uh, forgiving your, your parents. Forgiving your parents. If you haven't forgiven your parents, you're still a child, right? And he's talking about that. And if you don't do this before they die, you will carry such a burden. And that could be a problem for your future success, not only in business. But as a a person, all of these books and all of these principles are talking about being happy and being successful with oneself first. And then you can have a successful business. Okay, all of these principles, which are, are universal. When I read that part, I was I haven't talked to my dad for many, many years. And I was so committed to my own success and to my own peace of mind that when I read that section in the book that I needed to forgive my parents my parents divorced when I was very young, and I, I haven't seen my father for many, many years. At this point, I'm living in Greece. You know, many things have changed in my life, and and I I don't know where my dad is, right? And I and I certainly had a lot of resentment for him because I thought that he had he had abandoned us, and I I didn't know the whole story, right? As a as a kid that grew up in a broken home, this is a classic story, right? <sighs> So when I read that part in the book, I contact my father, thanks to the power of the internet. And I said, like, you know what? How are you, dad? This obviously is a message after 20 years, maybe. I haven't seen him. I I don't know anything about him. He doesn't know anything about me. I don't even know if he's alive, you know. And I got in touch with my dad, you know. I made peace with my past because of this book. This is how profound... This thing has changed my life. It has not only given me the life that I want. Make money is just a secondary thing at this point. And even back then when I was searching for these answers and these questions that that needed answer, I became a different person. So I got in touch with my dad because of a book that I'm reading about personal development, which has to do with business, which it all started because of a law of attraction of the secret. So slowly I'm making connections, and, and my life changed because of that. My dad came to Europe, came to Greece, and, and, I, and I saw my dad for the first time after many, many years because of a book, because I was in a path of self-discovery. Okay, So I, I attracted that somehow. And little did I know was back then that that was the last chance I had to see my dad, it was the beginning of our, of our new relationship. He, he met my wife. He met my, my daughter, Fedra. He was a granddad now, right? We missed so much time. I feel so bad for that, that we we missed the time. I could have done this years ago, but I didn't. I was holding this resentment. I was, you know, just being very immature. My dad, we spent an amazing time here in Greece. I have shared this on social media. <laughs> And this was the beginning of our, of our new relationship. Little did I know was that I, I will, I will. at the time I didn't know that this was the first time that I have seen him in 20 years or so. And it will be the last time I will see him in my life. He died a year later. And it just brings me to fucking tears, man. And I feel grateful for that opportunity to just manage to see him one more time, you know. The fact that he met my, my daughter, he met my wife. He, he saw me as an adult, like a grown-up man. All of this because I wanted to start working for myself, working, working online, working for, you know, building a business. All of this happened because of that. Because I was uh, looking for answers. And one thing brought me to another, because I read a book from some old guy called Brian Tracy. And the book is about business called Maximum Achievement and how we can build whatever we want. And he's talking about all these laws of the universe and how if you want to be successful, there's certain things that you need to do. It's just unreal, man. You you will be amazed that if you decide to go that path, down that path of self-discovery, self-improvement, vibrating at a at a higher frequency, you will be surprised of how much power you have with your thoughts and your intentions. And building a business, wanting to help others, but build a business that is gonna not only pay your bills, but build a lifestyle. And the person that you become in the process is more important than the business itself. And that's why I'm a true believer today on, on many other things. That it's not just, this is how you get rich by selling online courses. You know what I mean? I'm just... If you think that it's just that, then you know, you're, you're missing the point. All right? And that's why people are so unhappy. That's why people give up. That's why people don't succeed. And that's why a lot of other coaches they talk about certain things, but they don't talk about other things that have made them successful. And that's why I'm tr- a true believer of personal development. Your personal development will never exceed, or sorry, I said that wrong. Your level of success will never exceed your level of personal development. That's why I'm a believer in fitness, in mindset, inspiration, and being in line with your true purpose. My true purpose in life is to be the best version that I can possibly be in all areas of life. So I need to be fit, healthy. My mind needs to be in the right place in order to help others to create not only the online business that I have created so far, but I'm only getting started, man. And this podcast episode is part of that journey. that I want to share with you everything that I have learned that you might think that is irrelevant, but this is what's really important. The internal work that we do is really important. Things can change for you dramatically. If you have faith in yourself. Now, faith is something that a lot of people, when they hear that word, they think about religion. Right? (laughs) I've been there. But a lot of people have zero faith in themselves. They feel really bad about themselves. They have a negative self-talk. You know? And I understand, you know, we humans, we are, our default mode is negativity. You know, our brains, because of evolution, has we, we've been programmed to just stay away from danger. We're, we've been programmed to stay away from pain, right? And that's why we have to re-educate ourselves and vibrate at a higher frequency, okay? There is no lion trying to kill us nowadays. We don't live in a cave anymore, right? We have all of our needs are pretty much just met. If you woke up today and you don't feel happy and grateful for just the mere fact that you woke up, You're missing the point, which is another lesson that I learned from all of these books and, and, and coaches that I'm mentioning here, okay? The magic word in order for you to be successful and anything to be happy is gratitude, okay? Gratitude. You need to be grateful, right? I know that sounds a little bit weird because even if you're going through a tough time, a rough patch in your life, you might not feel grateful at all, Right? But the mere fact that you're alive today, you woke up and you're listening to this, you should be grateful for that. And if you don't, cannot express gratitude, tr- true gratitude, okay? Be grateful for, for little things. You will never be happy. This is something that I'm really, really, really passionate about. Even on the darkest times, difficult moments, I, I try to remember this all the time, right? Gratitude. It's all about being grateful i I really want to talk more about this because it's something that is really close to my heart and and it's something that i really 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 uh, uh i can't i can't express how much how much my life has changed because of this and it all started because I came across something that is called the secret right and I don't talk about the secret like that because I know that a lot of people have many opinions about it which are usually negative and but that was the gateway for me it was like the beginning of something so i'm I'm forever grateful that somebody made available to the masses a, a, a hollywood version that's what i will call it a very hollywood version of the law of attraction which is a prime which is a secondary law because the primary law is the law of vibration. Everything is vibration. So um I don't bring it down. I don't say like, oh yeah, okay, but but you will hear a lot of people saying that it's a negative thing. That they're just teaching you how to think positive and then positive things happen. There's gonna be a lot of people saying stuff like that, but then again, I understand where they're coming from, and it's not about that. So Go and do your own homework, do your own research, put this into practice on a day-to-day basis and just watch the magic happen if you do the work. It's not about thinking positive and expecting things to happen or go under a tree and hug a tree and then wait for your bank account to slowly get full of money without giving anything in return. It's not about that. It's much more than what you think it is. And you're practicing this whether you believe in it or not. Because it's just a law. It's like the law of gravity. You don't need to understand it. You don't need to understand it. The law of gravity is working whether you understand it or not. So there's other laws as well. And I highly recommend that you do your own homework. So you can experience the joy of becoming somebody that you always wanted to be along the way. And when you realize that the online business was just part of this journey you're becoming somebody else because you wanted to build an online business i hope this episode finds you well wherever you are i hope you're vibrating a little bit higher today i want to talk more about the law of attraction and talk more about vibration and how we attract everything both good and bad into our life from our spouse from our where we live our jobs everything we attract everything everything we have today whether it's good or bad has been attracted to us and we have the power to attract better things into our life because we have a powerful thing between our ears which is our mind is our brain so powerful that we can start thinking thoughts and can create absolutely anything that you put your mind to You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in the process and vibrate at a higher frequency than ever before. That's why I truly believe in daily practice of getting into that space early in the mornings for me. Okay, of working out. I need to vibrate, get rid of any negative thoughts, anything that is negative that is not in in the same frequency that I'm in. In order to be the best version of myself, I really hope this podcast episode finds you well. Share it with somebody. Take a screenshot on Instagram and share this with others. Okay? It will really help the podcast get out there. And and I hope this has been a helpful episode for you. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Thank you so much for, for the messages and the emails about the podcast. It really means the world to me. I hope you're doing great, my friend. As always, rock and roll. And here's to your success.